Welcome to Soulmates Podcast. I'm Emily. And I'm Rachel. I'm Kyle. Yay, Kyle. I'm here. You gotta get closer to the mic. Yeah, come, come I gotta get closer closer. to the mic. Come closer. Alright, I'm here. Okay. So, uh, we all did, uh... A thing. A bad thing. A bad thing. That I did by myself earlier this week and did again (laughs) this weekend. Why'd you do it, girl? (laughs) The hurricane made me do it. (laughs) Irma! (laughs) We watched the Netflix Death Note movie. Oh boy. Yeah. And Rachel got to see it twice. How how was that? Did Uh, Did you notice things? Nope. It was still just as it was when I first watched it. Without power. Without power. Okay, well. Yep. No. So, as many of you all know, there was a Netflix Death Note adaptation that came out a couple days ago, and uh, the consensus is that it's bad. Yep. And people also didn't like that it um, was whitewashed. Basically, just not liking the idea of a Western adaptation of Death Note. Yep, it was very weird. It was weird. Yeah, like, Death Note's source material is, like, very Japanese in in itself, so it's hard to bring that to, like, an American setting because there's so many different just societal things that don't work like they do in, in Death Note, like the Japanese version. So I think one of the main ones is, like, the criminal justice system, like, it, dun, dun, dun. It, it's, yeah, <laughs> these are their stories. It, it's it's different over there, and, like, I, I can't speak to it in great detail, but it, it just doesn't work quite like it does in, like, an American setting, so... So let's explain the basic plot of Death Note. Not the movie, just the anime slash manga. So basically, there's this little shit named Light, <laughs> and he goes by the name Kira when he's killing people in his Death Note, which is a magic book given to him by a death god, and if you write someone's name in it, they die. And you can specify how and when to an extent. Yeah, in the in the Netflix adaptation, it says that it's up to two days, but I don't remember that being true in the, the anime. Like... You could, in the Netflix movie, you could say, okay, this person dies in 48 hours, but you couldn't say, like, this person dies in 49 hours. Mm-hmm. So, I, I don't know. It's very weird. The rules weird. were a bit changed. Yeah. Some of them were different. Some of them were the same. Right. So, we have this a-hole kid with a magic book and a death god, and the police, it, it's basically like a police drama, they're trying to find him. Mm-hmm. There's this boy detective genius who also, is also trying to find him, and it's basically a battle of wits and evasion between L, which is not his real name, and Light. And then there's people like his father is a detective, he has a crazy-ass girlfriend, who is a pop star. They have changed that a lot. <laughs> yeah, they they took some liberties with that, definitely. Yeah. A lot of people in Death Note die who are main players, I would say. Yeah. By the end of it, almost everyone is dead. Mm-hmm. This movie took a lot of liberties. Well, I mean, I, I understand to a certain extent because Death Note was an entire anime. Like, how many episodes was that, Kyle? Wasn't it like a ton? Uh, it was 37 episodes. 37 episode anime they condensed into an hour and a half movie. So. To be fair, 
they condensed most most of the source material that they used was from the first like 20 episodes and then from like the last one the 37th episode so they actually cut out a lot of material there's characters in the anime that i know of that did not make an appearance in this movie yeah Yeah. that's why i felt the pace was a little bit rushed because they're trying to squeeze in all this information into an hour and a half right and it doesn't work because like there's so much you think of shows with a lot of like intrigue like political intrigue for instance in game of thrones like there's so much to it and there's so many different like there's so many different ways that these situations arise and the anime does a good job of of you know playing those out but that's because they have as much time as they do the movie doesn't have that time so they're incredibly rushed in you know like having a confrontation between l and light it's very difficult to do in this movie than, you know, as opposed to what they had in the anime. I think in the anime, too, that Light and his father were much more separated than they were in the movie. So it almost felt like Light was older in the anime than he was in this movie. Yeah. Yeah, I think mentally, yes. Because, like, in the anime, if I remember right, he he won't kill his dad, but... I don't think he goes through the same freak out that he does in the in the movie about not killing him. Another thing is that like in the anime Light is Light is a very two-sided person. Like he has his very like calm, smart, logical demeanor and then he has this like sociopathic side of himself that it has like this insane god complex and in the in the movie they do that by having light himself be decently logical and 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 calm in some ways and slightly like psychopathic but not not by a lot they use mia to be his like sociopathic tendencies mia who is not misa but mia who is not a pop star she's just a bitch yeah. yeah, she's a cheerleader. Uh, uh, it also seems like Light, the character, was not as intelligent as no. Light no. in the anime. Like, no. not even close. No, he seemed very high school in this movie. And it, it's odd because they almost went that way because he was helping other kids cheat on their math homework. So, like, yes, he was smart, but then they didn't, like, follow through with that. Like, some of the decisions he made, it was like, he's not that intelligent. He was able to hack into his father's, like, FBI database or whatever, but that's kind of it. They don't ever really show him being... Plotting. Yeah, plotting, There's no long-range planning. (laughs) No, it seems like his girlfriend is... She she is, like, the id. She's telling him to kill, kill, kill. And they don't really have a plan. They just think that they're never going to get caught. Yeah. And, I mean, another main difference between the anime and, and the movie is that... You know, in the movie, Misa is supposed to be Mia, but Mia is also supposed to be, like, part of Light's psyche. And in the anime, Misa has her own death note and her own death god. So, like... Everyone gets a death god! (laughs) So, you know, in the anime, there's two death notes, and that really complicates things and, and really opens doorways for her and Light to do crazy shit. But in the movie... That's not the case. And, like, 
I agree that in the movie, he's definitely not as smart. He's not as cunning as he was in the anime. And I think one of, one of the things that, you know, it's, it's been a meme forever, but the I'll take a potato chip and eat it scene from the anime, which I'm actually really surprised they didn't do anything like stupid, ridiculous to pay like an homage to that in the movie. Yeah. But when he does that in the anime, he bought a tiny TV because he knew he was being surveilled. He put it in a bag of chips on his desk and made it look like he was doing homework. But in reality, he was watching the news on this TV inside of a potato chip bag eating chips and writing down names and then he just threw the bag with the tv out and ryuk is like you threw that expensive tv away he's like well at least i didn't get caught that's one of the smartest things he does like he's genuinely cunning and he has plans in the anime then the movie he's just like (laughs) i'm gonna write some names oh i'm at gym class why don't i just have this thing called the death note opened up right in front of me so that that i know works all i know yeah he he's so he seems he i don't want to say he's vapid but like he is not nearly as smart as he is in the anime yeah I feel like for this adaptation, they really did want him to seem very high school. Like, especially how the character design is for Light in this movie. He looks like a... He looks like a white domestic terrorist. <laughs> that That's not that's not wrong. It's he not does. wrong, yeah. You guys know what I mean. <laughs> like... Let's talk about the goth prep binary between oh my god, goth. Light and Mia at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, very goth prep binary, huh? Like I said, the anime is like 37 episodes long, and the movie only really pulls from the first 20 episodes because that's when L is a major you know, character. And if you haven't seen Death Note, I'm not going to spoil anything like the anime, but, you know, episodes 21 through 37... Have, feature some different characters also that are detectives and they they kind of barely pay homage to these characters very barely in the movie but they don't bring them in and to be fair that part of the series is not nearly as exciting as the first 20 episodes but i mean it is still important to the story and it has you know a lot to do with how he gets out of how light gets out of these tough situations because he gets put in some crazy setups like at one point he's handcuffed together with l because you know he is still a suspect but l doesn't have that like proof on him so he can't do anything about it but you know, that's something they didn't have and i really thought yeah. they would have a handcuff scene that's like one yeah. of the most famous things from death note that and the potato chip yep and they did they did make l they did give him a sweet tooth like he has in, in in the anime and they did make him sit uh on on his feet um because like you a know, fucking like owl or something because <laughs> because it improves your your thinking ability and your um, critical thinking ability by, I think he said 40, he says 40% in the anime. They did have that. Now, fun fact, one of my best friends... So glad we have a Death Note expert on I our know, panel. Listen, I can't <laughs> remember anything about the anime at all. Listen, I own Death Note on DVD, okay? Oh, oh my god! god. 
listen. Emily, okay. Emily's learning things about me today. Continue, I, Death Note expert. Okay, listen. When I when I watched Death Note, I thought it was the coolest shit ever because I was like 13, 14. And he was also a serial killer. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> I had the whole series on DVD. I paid an ass ton of money for it, too, because, you know, anime DVDs have always been expensive, but especially back then... Because it was like 10 years ago. Back in my... Back in... Back 10 years ago when I bought Death Note on DVD. And I also bought the light novels to read because, like, there was other lore that I didn't know about that wasn't in the show. And that is true. There is other lore. Like, there's a character from the same orphanage that L came from. That's not a spoiler. And he looks exactly like L, except he's a serial killer. He is a murderer. And there's a whole light novel dedicated to him, and it's actually kind of interesting. But, um, no, like, I don't know. I like Death Note. I, I really do. I, I think it's, I think it's a solid piece of, like, anime. I, I know Emily doesn't really agree with me, but. Well, it, it came out when I was in high school, and we had watched it in my high school anime club. And um, this was a little bit after it came out, so it might have came out when I was in middle school. But we had watched it when I was, I think, in like the ninth or 10th grade. And I took home a DVD of it, and I watched a couple episodes, and I just thought, my god, this is edgelord bullshit. And just <laughs> stopped mean, watching. It is. I'm, I didn't really like the cop element. I wasn't really into that. What I was really into in high school was... Um, an angel <laughs> and she's like vampires <laughs> vampires, so, vampires things uh, have not changed as you can not, see not too much but uh <laughs> dna angel is also bad by the way but i wasn't really into psychological thrillers or or stuff where a lot of characters end up dead and I, I felt like, I was like, who are we supposed to be rooting for? Are we supposed to hope that L catches light and he fucking dies? Or are we supposed to hope that light just outsmarts everyone and everyone's dead? Like, what are we supposed to be rooting for? See, that's the thing I liked about, one of the things I really liked about it was because there, there was definitely a dichotomy of like, do I want to root for this guy or do I want to root for this guy? Or do I, you know, do I root for both of them? On opposite sides of the spectrum, like, it was, it, it really left it up to you to decide how you felt, and... To and choose your own adventure, anime. It is a choose your, it really <laughs> is. And I felt like they did, like, the anime does a really good job of, like, giving, giving justifications for both sides, and allowing you to make the decision of, you know, which one do you think is better, or which one do you like better, and I'm not saying that I'm not saying that Light wasn't absolutely fucking insane and had a god complex and deserved everything that happened to him. But, like, I'm just saying, he crazy. Okay. Let's, let's address this before we get into any more details about it. So, the whitewashing. A lot of people didn't support this movie or anything about it because Light Yagami was turned into Light turner <laughs> yep a yeah. white guy a white guy um and a lot of the characters are white it's set in seattle l is played by a black actor which i thought was a pretty interesting choice and um mia is a white girl as far as i know yes yeah i understand why people didn't like it or support it yeah i felt like if they just cast an asian american actor as light 
people would have been okay. Even though it was not a good movie, people would have been less up in arms. I agree. Or also what you were saying when we were watching the movie is if they completely separated it from Death Note. Or not, well not completely, but almost like Death Note had been passed on to this American kid. Yeah. Right. If they had done it like that, it would have been less problematic. Yeah. Yeah. Because the lore of the Death Note is that it's passed down from person to person, yes. and the Death God Ryu gets to choose that person or whatever, or the someone else takes the Death Note from someone, and then the person who had the Death Note before usually dies. <laughs> yeah. But it could have just been like, oh, this Japanese kid, Light Yagami, so crazy over there, people dying all, all over, and then uh, now it's this kid's. It could have been... Before Light Yagami, it could have been after. Could have mm-hmm. Light Yagami, maybe maybe not have even existed. You know, it, I felt like they could have done so much with just the lore of a magic journal that kills people. You know, yeah, and maybe they could have even taken more liberties and just had it be a different story about different characters. While, yes, I do agree that it was whitewashed, I think that they did try to be like, okay, this is not, like, this is not supposed to be an exact retelling, this is supposed to be in a different setting, this is supposed to be in America. They didn't try hard enough with that, because there were a lot of things that they did not change, and... It was way too close to that Japanese source material that just made it weird. Like I'm saying, it doesn't. Like I was saying at the beginning, it doesn't work in an. It doesn't really make as much sense in an American setting. And had they changed things or gone a little bit further off the source material, not not getting rid of the main plot points, but at least modifying them a little bit, I feel like it would have been way better. I feel the same criticism towards like the ghost in the shell movie had they made a better casting choice for for the major i mean it it probably would have been better yeah like ghost in the Sh- the ghost in the shell movie is incredibly faithful to the original movie it really really faithful they made a bad casting choice and they paid for it and they paid for it it's yep. the i think it's genuinely the most at like it's the best adaptation of an anime into, like, an actual live-action movie that I've seen. Yeah, I thought it was the most faithful adaptation of an anime for Western audiences ever. Yeah. Because um, there's plenty of Japanese live-action remakes of animes. Oh, right? Death Note has, like, three Japanese I know. movies. That My suggestion is, <laughs> if you didn't like the Death Note Netflix movie... Just watch the Japanese ones. Yeah. And you know, cool. I, I, I'm honestly disappointed because I expected more from Netflix. I know, they have so much money! They have yeah. so much money and they usually do a decent job of getting a diverse group of characters and they really just fucking phoned <laughs> it the fuck in for this movie. Like, yeah. it wasn't good. The characters were eh. And I, I don't know. I expected more from Netflix. I think the best part of the movie was the face journeys some of the characters take. <laughs> oh my god. They make some of the dumbest faces. Yep. Or And it's all in, like, slow motion. I will say, William Defoe as Ryuk was really good. What I, I thought was I weird about... Him. What I thought was weird about that was, like, he only did the... He did a face capture for it, 
and he did the voice, but they had someone else lumbering around in that ugly-ass costume. <laughs> William Defoe was old. Leave him alone. I was like, He was the okay. Green Goblin. I know. Okay, let me, let me, okay. While, yes, I know he's not that far off from Ryuk in the, like, anime, like, he's, it's pretty faithful, but I never realized until I heard William Defoe voice him that he's literally just the Green Goblin, but not quite the Green Goblin. <laughs> I'm the Grey Goblin. <laughs> I'm the Grey Goblin. Spider-Man. Yeah. Like, I don't know. And also, like, the, the Ryuk and Light's interactions in the movie are actually decently funny. Yeah. Can when, you shut the fuck up? Yeah, when, <laughs> when, when Elle's on the TV for the first time addressing everybody, and Ryuk is like, I kind of like this guy, and he's like, will you shut the fuck up? <laughs> Like, that was genuinely funny. They made some funny moments about that. Because in the anime, part of the fun is the interactions between Ryuk and Light. Because they're almost always together. But they're kind of separated a little bit in this. Because Ryuk just kind of off doing whatever the fuck he wants. Jacking it. Yeah. <laughs> Jacking it. Ew. Eating apples. Yeah. Eating you know, ass. Eating ass. <laughs> and you know, another thing that's funny is when we started watching it, Rachel said... The way that they filmed this movie reminds me of a hybrid between The Breakfast Club and Donnie Darko. And goddamn, <laughs> she ain't wrong. If you watch it after this, please keep that in mind. If you have seen either of those movies, you will not be able to get it out of your head. With like a hint of Final Destination for yep. the death yes. scenes. Yep. Okay, yeah, the death, the death scenes that they actually showed... They were pretty gruesome. Oh my god, they keep showing people, like, splatting, like, in all their organs going places. It was pretty bad. It it was pretty rough. I gotta say, like, that was really surprising. Yeah. Okay. Another thing we have to address. (laughs) The score. Atticus Ross did the score for the movie, and he picked up, like all of the he picked all of the mu- music out like it was not new music it was not a score like like a john williams score no it was just music like at the prom they're playing in excess which like point me to any sorry homecoming point me to any fucking homecoming in 2017 <laughs> that's playing in excess they also played berlin's take my breath away it was all yeah. 80s music yeah, yeah and then yeah. They, they played uh air supply, air supply. chicago and, like, I'm just, like, Atticus Ross, the only other official member of Nine Inch Nails, scored this movie, and it's fucking weird. Okay. Sure. It was weird. I was shook. Strange music choices. Yeah. Was it distracting the first time you watched it? It was. I was like, what? It was distracting when I watched it for the first time just now. It was it was just like all the music choices they made were like this is an eighties high school movie. This is an eighties high school movie. Like that's this this is the that is the vibe that it was giving. This is the, the breakfast, breakfast club. club. <laughs> this is the breakfast club. And I'm this like, the, what the, the fuck is happening? The Death Fist Club. Literally, <laughs> the Death Fist Club. Literally, the only thing they didn't play, which would have made it even goofier, was. Um, she blinded me with science. Yeah. Or, like, take on me. Yep. Yeah. It was really only missing those two. It was a lot of, like, slow 80s goth music, which is funny to me. It was a weird choice. It was a weird now, choice. I will say, I was entertained for an hour and 40 minutes, which is how long the movie is. <laughs> I was entertained. I genuinely think if you have nothing better to do, 
why the hell not? Pop it in, give it a go. I was entertained. You know, Hurricane Maria may be barreling towards us, so you may want to just download on Netflix for a good time and a distraction. Yeah, man. I don't enjoy bad movies. um, (laughs) I love bad movies. I love bad movies. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think I will ever watch this again, hopefully. I mean, like I said, it's entertaining, like... It's it's like that. Okay, it's not as entertaining as Batman and Robin. I shouldn't say that. Batman and Robin is one of the most entertaining movies on the face of the earth. Is it bad? Yeah. Is it entertaining? Fuck yeah. Okay. So on a scale from one to ten, one being I want to gouge my eyes out, ten being I'm going to start a cult devoted to this movie. What would you give it? A three. <laughs> I'm giving this a two, <laughs> but. I felt like it could have been higher. It, d- it did. It almost made a three in my book, but the really distracting music went at the very end when two of the main characters are dying. No, no. I'm gonna give it a ten. I'm gonna. I'm gonna really. Imp- no, I'm kidding. I'm not giving it a ten. <laughs> I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a solid five. I'm gonna give it a solid five because I was entertained. <laughs> I had a good time. I like Death Note. So it it was it wasn't it wasn't good. I'm not saying it was good. I'm not going to de- devote a cult like a Manson cult to this movie. But like people did in the movie by the way, which well, I thought was I mean, weird. Okay, yeah. that's part of the anime. I know. That's a weird part of the show. Yes. I I like I'm saying it's entertaining. It's not it's not the worst thing I've seen. I think in terms of anime adaptations for a western audience this is the second best one i mean that's saying a lot that's saying that's saying a lot but also not that much when the other competition is like dragon ball evolution avatar the last airbender like they were shit adaptations this one is at least like decently entertaining it's like middle of the road but Mm. yeah I, i don't know and also if you didn't know Hanzo's voice actor is Watari in this movie. So, yeah. And that stupid haircut he has, that's his real haircut. Oh my god. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So, let's wrap this up. What is an anime that you think would make a really good adaptation for Western audiences? Ooh, girl, you gotta give me time to think about this shit. Okay, I'll go first, you think. So, I think pretty much any one of the studio... Ghibli movies, but especially Howl's Moving Castle. Yes. Mainly because it's already based off of a Western book. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I've read the book, and the book is, is a lot different than the anime, but it's still good. And I feel like they have, um, they have like a love story, they have fantasy. It's mainly about human characters. Um, you would have CGI, but not so, so much. So mm-hmm. I feel like that would probably be a pretty good franchise to make into a live-action movie starring Western people. Mm. What do you think, Kyle? Aren't they making a full metal movie, or is that Japanese? I'm pretty sure it's Japanese. Okay. Um, I feel like that would be cool, because technically it's already in, like, like a German setting. That would be a bit easier to deal with. I feel like a live-action, like western full metal would be decent 
starring Ezra Miller. No. Oh my god. <laughs> no. As Scar, maybe. God, no. Um, let me put forward Jason Momoa as Scar. <gasps> yes! yes! Okay. <laughs> See, now, now you're on board. <laughs> he um, should play all characters. Yeah, he could just be all the characters, though. I think, um, I think Future Diary would be fun. I think that could be done. I don't think there's that many, like, weird Japanese elements that it wouldn't, like, so fit It is so Japanese. In only a few facets. I feel okay. like it could be done. I feel like maybe it's not so Japanese, it's just so anime. It is anime. That That's the thing! No, no, cut, Kyle. It's like, for those of you who don't know, Future Diary is Mira Nikki. It's about people who have to kill each other and they have cell phones that predict the future and whoever is the last one alive gets to become the god of space and time. So it's like a death match. It's like a death match. I just feel like that's so Japanese. It's yeah. very anime, but like, yeah. I mean, it could work. But as a movie? We have CGI. Yeah, sure, why okay, not? Sure. You know what I would love to see as a movie? And that would be really easy to adapt to Western audiences because there's nothing like explicitly Japanese about it. Jellyfish Princess. Oh my yes. god! That would be <laughs> yes. so awesome! Yes! That would be amazing. Yes. Oh my god. Because you know I, I, I just like ran through the whole plot in my head and there's nothing really that is explicitly, you would have to have it in an Asian yeah. country. Yep. Like, yep. Mm-hmm. nerdy awesome. girls, jellyfish, yep. hot dude, who's hot also, dude, hot dude, who's also a crossdresser, yeah. 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 Yep. Fashion. Mm-hmm. With an opera singer mother. I know. Fashion, fashion. Yep, no, I agree with you. That'd be cool. Oh, that would and, be and such like, a cute movie. You can make all, you can make it like a really diverse group of nerdy girls. Yeah. Oh, that'd be so cool. That would be a great idea. Now I'm just thinking of the girl that's obsessed with old grandpas. At- yes, <laughs> and the girl that's obsessed with trains. Yes. At Netflix. Are Jellyfish you li- Princess. Are you listening? <laughs> Probably not, but hey, at Netflix, Jellyfish Princess. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much for listening to this hot mess. <laughs> you can find us on Facebook.com, Facebook.com slash Soulmates Podcast. You can find us on Tumblr, soulmatespodcast.tumblr.com. Send us an email at soulmatespodcast at gmail.com, and you can download all of our library of podcasts on iTunes, Podbean, and Stitcher, and pretty much anywhere where you can find podcasts because we are iTunes certified, I guess. <laughs> iTunes certified. Not on Spotify. Uh, our RSS feed goes through iTunes. Yes. So. Apparently not on Spotify. No, you're not on Spotify. Okay, well, uh, fuck you, Spotify. Okay, goodbye! Bye! Deuces.